We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lou, the Golden State Warriors have defeated the New York Knicks 111-101, moving to 7-1 at home while being 0-8 on the road. Before we get into this, I don't I've I've said this before, there's not a team I enjoy watching less than the New York Knicks. Just and this game was the perfect example. We get we got positive Warriors vibes off the bat, and Tibbs is like, let's turn this baby into a root canal. It's so bad. They're so bad. And the thing about the Knicks is that they're not actually a bad team. They're actually right. fine. But Oh my goodness! You, it's Jalen Brunson doing like a poor man's version of heliocentric Luka Doncic basketball. Julius Randle is one of my least favorite watches on earth. RJ Barrett has regressed after getting paid. Cam Reddish got hurt tonight, but like he's one of those like talented guys, but he's actually not good. So it is just Tibbs. Yep. Tibbs just yep. yelling at them to play harder, which means they'll just foul a lot and just <laughs> oh, it's. Oh. I, you know what? Shout out Knicks fans for watching this 82 nights a year because uh, <laughs> it's not fun. Um, Speaking of fun, <laughs> this show is brought to you by Pacific Catch before we get started with anything else. So as all post-game light years podcasts are, are this season and, and hopefully every season after, uh, they are brought to you by the greatest local restaurant in the Bay Area, Samuel Pacific Catch. West Coast living, sustainable eating. Mm. I actually had had some ramen and uh, mm-hmm. had some of the noodle time menu last night. Delicious. Hot I recommend everyone get I recommend everyone get it. I went with the red curry. Um, the spicy ramen hit the spot. Um, yeah. Locations across the bay. We actually threw out a poll uh, and, I, and I said, uh, you know, where would you want us to do an event? You know, uh, Marin, San Francisco, mm-hmm. or Peninsula. You know, a little biased to like the areas we're in, and we got a lot of people yelling at us, telling us to go out to the East Bay. Mm. You know what? We might do that too. We might, Ooh. we might actually, we might go out to Walnut Creek, do a little, <laughs> do a little Pacific catch out there. But um, you know, 
the, the point is they got locations across the Bay Area. That is the point. That is the point. Brought it all the way back. We're selling Pacific Catch. Did you see, by the way, did you catch Fitz selling sandwiches like in between uh in between quarters? That guy is made for uh that guy is made to show. I'll tell you that. Like there's nobody <laughs> in the that guy, there's nobody in the Bay Area better than promoting something than uh than good old Bob Gerald. Best in the biz. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get down to it with this game. So uh, I feel like the first thing that stands out to me about this uh, Warriors mix game is it felt more like Warriors basketball. It was not perfect, but the ball was moving and um, it felt kind of like what we associate with Warriors basketball. It did. It was obvious to me probably a minute in when Clay came off a screen and decided not to shoot a contested shot for <laughs> once. I was like, oh, oh, shit. Like, what, what's going on tonight? Like, uh, did Steph like, – what happened? Did they yell at him for, for a couple straight days here? Uh, you know, Stephen A. Smith got on radio and started talking. Did Clay start listening? Uh, uh, so I, when that happened to me, yes, it felt to me like that. That's how it started. It, you know, this team is still struggling in certain areas. You can tell. Uh, they've got things that they really – they're not good enough right now. But – uh, for a team that's six and nine coming into the night's game, they needed something like this. Where I don't, I don't really care if they win by thirty. Like you said, it's more about can you just look like a team that was that's the team that we've seen for the last eight years, right? We've watched them play a certain style, and tonight kind of felt like the first time, maybe second time since opening night that they've right. played like the Warriors. Yeah. Look, we can we could complain every episode about how they should have kept GP2 and they should have kept Otto Porter and all that sort of stuff. The reality is they didn't. And because of that, they're in a little bit of a hole now. And now is the question, can they mold this bench together and get them playing more like the Warriors? We know the starting lineup can hang with everyone. So the question is, can they develop out this roster the rest of the way to get them there? And tonight, I'm not going to say it was like, you know, a massive step, but it was a step in the right direction there. And you know where it started? Mm. It's for Steph Curry. Mm. I, I thought he made a very concerted effort to move the ball early, get Clay going, not look for his own shot, which, by the way, he had every right to do. After He's the hottest player in the NBA right now. Like uh, He's, what, averaging 33 points, shooting like 88% or whatever from the field. Like He's... He, He's kind of on an all-time heat spell, and instead of hunting his own shot, he's like, what do I need to do to get my team going? And it was, what, five assists in the first five minutes? Uh, very concerted effort. It felt it felt very concerted, and I think those are the type of things that kind of encourage me. I'm still skeptical mm-hmm. on the bench, like mm-hmm. long-term. Like, I feel like they need more players, like even um, just – probably make a move from outside the roster, but it did feel like, um, you know, Steph's, Steph's going to do what he can to, to bring the best out of this roster. Yep. It it really reminds me of him coming off the bench in the postseason last, last postseason, right? And just kind of showing Jordan Poole, like, hey, you can come off the bench and kind of showing them the sacrifice it takes. Sacrifice it takes to win basketball games, man. Like, we we we've talked about it. the The issue with the Warriors right now is guys aren't willing to sacrifice their egos to win basketball games. Clay being right at the top of the list is he's shooting everything. Jordan Poole is another guy who I mean, it, it just frankly, it looks like he's pouting when he's not starting. You've got Draymond Green out there 
you know, who's maybe not playing as well as he's been always. And then you've got, you know, you've got the young kids who who didn't start the season playing with energy. But now, you know, Kaminga went out there today, ton of energy. Clay, you could tell he's he's bought in at least for tonight. And then Jordan Poole, I'm still looking for more aggression, but he got there in the second half. He was better with, with more aggression. So I think I think this team got kind of kicked in the mouth a little bit to start the season. I think they were a little surprised by how poorly that they played. So I don't know, maybe this is a turning point. They get Houston next, right? So that should be a game, another game that they should play well. It's just a, it's a bad team. The Knicks, part of it is tonight, Sam, the Knicks were terrible. They were. Yeah. I mean, part of it's the Warriors played well, but my God, they played bad. <laughs> For a team that's not bad, like they played really, really poorly. So that helps. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Clay because I feel like he's probably the biggest story of the game. Um, best game of the season by far. He has not shot 50% from the field coming into this game, which is, you know, not the greatest thing on earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, shot 50% today. I think more importantly than anything, he showed restraint on some shots, um, took in rhythm shot. He, he had a couple bad shots, but like he's a shooter. He's going to take a couple shots that you're like, that was a little aggressive. I There's a difference between like one to two of those and I'm going to hunt it for Entire any game. time. Yeah, <laughs> which is what he did, which is what he'd been doing recently, which is like, all right, man, like at least try to be concerted right. tonight moving the ball if he's not open, taking his set shots, open shots, transition shots, the ones that you want him to take. Um, All around, his best individual game of the season, 20 points, you know, 8 for 16 from the field. 16 is the number that stands out to me. Um, The thing that had been most annoying about Clay's play up to this point is like, bro, you're not feeling it. You're completely out of rhythm. I don't need you taking 20 shots, you know, like – try to rein it back and and it felt it felt very sustainable in some ways like if he just locks himself in a little bit and tries to repeat this import this type of play he's gonna be fine yeah exactly i mean that's it it's 100 and on the other side defensively i thought he was good tonight i think part of it is then well again the knicks were bad but part of it too the knicks have Really, just a bunch of jumbo wings and no quick guard outside of Jalen Brunson, who the Warriors just put Wiggins on. Mm-hmm. And when Clay's able to guard the big wings, just, you know, think Tatum and Jalen Brown, like in the NBA Finals, or even Luka Doncic, right, in the Western Conference Finals. When he can guard guys like R.J. Barrett and and uh, Reddish and, and Julius Randle even, he's way better on defense. You just can't have him guard someone chasing around screens like, uh, like a Enfrey Simons or someone anymore, right? right. Like you just can't. I don't know why there's Simons. There's other guys that he wasn't able to guard, but he can't guard those guys the anymore. First place Blazers. Yeah. I don't know why that like randomly <laughs> popped into my mind. I think I was thinking of McCollum. Uh, but when he can guard those bigger, slower wings, like he could still do that really, really well, which is what he did tonight. And then he looks better on offense. So, yeah, man, 31 minutes he played. So I, I keep hoping that some of it is the legs. Maybe he's just getting that under him a little bit. But yeah, mentally he was there tonight. That's the most important part. Mentally, he was willing to play Warriors basketball. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. You mentioned they're going to Houston on Sunday. Got a little Houston, New Orleans, back-to-back on the road. Um, it presents an opportunity for the Warriors to yep. finally yep. break this stupid lo- losing streak on the road. Like, Houston is – well, to be honest, the Lakers might be the worst team in the NBA. Yeah. But uh, Watching them right up, now struggle against the Houston. Pistons. Houston's up there, <laughs> you know. Um, you should be able to go into Houston and win. And then New Orleans, they're not a they're not a bad team. They're a good team, but like I don't know who's playing on Sunday. Is Zion gonna play? Probably not. You know, like it, it's one of those things where they have an opportunity to build a little momentum, come back home, have the Clippers on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Um, I I don't want to call it a soft part of the schedule, but like they're not running into teams who are feeling it right now. Um, and and I, I think that's important to call out a little bit because this team does need to get into a little bit of rhythm here. Um, and hopefully tonight was the start of moving yourself there. 100%. Yeah. I was hoping that it would be in Phoenix. I mean, they had, they had a nice win mm-hmm. at home and then, but you know, it, this, it's a long season. It's a long season and all the teams in the Western conference are, I mean, you just said it, dude. The Portland, Portland is in the first place. I mean, that's how you that's how you know the Western Conference is unserious. Come on. Utah's right there, too. Um, <laughs> big win tonight. Big know, right? win. Did you watch that? Oh, uh, I I caught the end of it. You know, it's, I was, I think I don't know if it was the same as you, but I I was mm-hmm. uh I was getting the notification on my phone. It's like, oh, I gotta see what's going on right there. I gotta watch <laughs> they're about Larry to marketing, the- dude. The freaking finish hammer or whatever the hell they call them down there, dude. Uh Portland posted, and Utah. Come on. I know. I posted an article on Bleacher Report today of uh trade options for James Wiseman. Uh and and Utah is like a popular one because everyone mm-hmm. assumes 
they're going to continue making moves. You know, they, they traded Mitchell and, and Gobert in the offseason, and it's kind of like uh, the, the assumption is they're just going to kind of wheel and deal until they find, like, top picks and all that sort of stuff. I don't know, man. Like, if they're going to play like this, they might as well just ride it out, right? So, yeah, yeah I, I they look, I, they play Warriors basketball, by the way. Do. Like, you want to talk about like ball movement, Olenek passing it, uh, just everyone knowing their role and being bought into their role. Obviously, not high end talent, but it's, it speaks to how much success you can have if everyone just buys into their role. Which you know, back to the Warriors. Maybe that they maybe that that's what they're they're gonna do. I mean, Kaminga had an interesting quote before the game that I thought was, "Hey, like I think we're we're gonna be a, we're gonna be a dangerous team if we're a team that you know is willing to kind of put put a put aside you know these selfish agendas or whatever it is that we're playing with and play together." And I'm just like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Kaminga said that he's 20 years old and he pops up a quote that I thought Andre Godala would say. I thought that was I thought that was a, a great quote from him and. A mindset that I think, if the if all these that's what you want to hear. That's I mean, the one thing, just real quick, I do think Kaminga is going to. I I see he's playing nine minutes here, and I saw uh, I almost said Jeremy Lamb, Anthony Lamb played fourteen. I do think a lot of those minutes are going to be Kaminga's here in the next couple weeks. Lamb came in super super impactful, super energetic, but you can tell that he's not a true NBA player. If Kaminga gets his mind right he should be able to play at least 15 more minutes and that'll put him at about 20 minutes a game consistently. And that's where I think as a Warriors fan, you should be able to start seeing some growth with, with Kaminga two way. Cause he's just a more, I mean, he, he has to play. Right. And I think he's, he's talented. Gonna, I mean, I don't, think it's, a, I don't think it's a hot take. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just think it makes sense though. Right. That lamb's getting those minutes right now. Like if you're Steve Curry, you're like, well, you don't deserve them because you weren't ready to play, but Kaminga looks like he's ready to play. He looks better. So, yeah. Um, speaking of the bench, uh, let's let's talk to Michael Green for a quick second here. <laughs> Probably his best individual game and still like kind of points to this overarching thing where it's like through no fault of his own, like he's not auto Porter. He's not. Yeah. Um, you know, he's not Andrew Bogut. He's not some of the bigs the Warriors have had. He. He had 12 points. He was efficient. He was really active. Um, He still kind of got pushed around on the glass at times. And just generally, like, the Warriors want to have bigs who can make decisions, right? Like, they they want someone who they can throw the ball into and kind of run the offense through a little bit. And that's just – that's not who Jermichael is. And that's kind of where I I point to – you know, Dante's filling the role of being kind of like the Iguodala, the second unit, like yep. being the smart guy who makes all the extra passes. But I think they thought Jamichael could do that. And he's more of just an energy. Like he's a very good energy player, but um, probably not the guy who's going to like settle your team in some way. So I think that's a great point. So I think uh, when Jokic said he loves playing with Jamichael Green, and, and I kind of think of the struggles with the Warriors. It, it did hit me why. I mean, with, with Jokic, he's the one that's making all decisions. And he's the one that, hey, just stand in the corner, right? I'll get you the ball when 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 you're going to be open. And I do think with the Warriors' second unit, which is where uh, Jermichael Green has primarily played, that's not how it works. And that you can see Jordan Poole struggle with with trying to figure out how to play with the second unit and being a leader there. He's not able to do that right now at a point in his career. So I think like that's 
really what it is. I don't I don't think these guys are individually struggling, but I do think when they're put in these roles, they're not used to it. Like you're saying, like Jermichael getting a couple good passes out of the, the the mid post today, split cut and then opposite. Like he had a couple nice ones, but uh, Otto Porter was like game one. We sat there and we're like, oh shit, the dude can just make a good decision from anywhere on the floor. Uh, you're muted, Tim. But it just, you know, it's, it's. I think, one of those things where it, it might take time. I think that's where I get a little bit more bullish on it, where it's like maybe they will figure it out, though, especially especially if it's a veteran like Jermichael Green, Dante DiVincenzo, who you could tell is smart, Jordan Poole, which you and I think, like, as long as he gets it great, he'll be fine, right? And then maybe you get Kaminga acclimated, right? So I think those are the right players that they're playing. It's not like Wiseman's out there for 15 minutes, and you're just like, that's not changing. Right, you're just like that's not changing with these guys. It's I don't know. I could I could see these guys just getting better the more they play together. It's just not going to be like bang 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 right away. They're great. It's just not going to be like that. Not like it was last season. One quick shout out, Andrew Wiggins. Excellent game. Right, probably best player for the Warriors outside Steph tonight. Um, just part of it was Clay seeding some of that scoring yes. responsibility to him. Yes. But the other part is just Andrew Wiggins taking it. I love when Wiggins is aggressive on the glass. Two rebounds in Phoenix, not acceptable. Tonight he had seven. Um, felt like the Wiggins that we, we've kind of come to really enjoy this last year, particularly in the playoffs. Um, honestly, probably needs to be the second scoring option for the foreseeable future where clay kind of fits in more is that like third option playing smartly off him and Steph. Uh, but you know, it seems like at least for one night, clay kind of understood that and is kind of going into it. And I think if they, if, if he, if he enters the game with kind of that mindset, it'll, it'll, uh, it'll fall into place a little easier. Uh, I think he, you could tell he was frustrated with clay. Yeah, the last couple games. I think it affected. I who? Why wouldn't it? The rebounding, the defense. I mean, when you're a guy like that, you're just you're 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 so good at the dirty work, and you did it in the highest stage. But you're also frustrated because you've got a dude that's just constantly chucking. So I think today you saw Wiggins kind of. I mean, Clay kind of making a point even to get it to Wiggins, which I thought was, uh, which I thought was funny because last game, you know, you and I were sitting here last game and. We talked about the play where Clay shot it in transition from 32 down seven when they had the momentum with Andrew Wiggins wide open. That thing went viral, right? So uh, it, it's cool to see kind of them make those changes and, and be it, it, because those guys are veterans. Like for someone like Clay and Wiggins, Draymond and those guys, they've been doing this for so long. They don't need to take time to get better. It's yeah, we know it's wrong. Let's just fix it the next game versus some of these younger right, kids right. where it's like, oh, you know, Moody's still not off the bench. Like, he's not even close to the rotation, which to me is a little shocking, but I, I Do you want to talk about that play. real quick? I don't know what's going on. Steve said pregame, and actually, let's, Tim, let's throw that one up there first real quick. I'll get the quote. Um, Steve said pregame basically that he's turning the ball over too much and that he needs to learn that he can't he can't do that like you know it's kind of like one of those things where it's like you're not Steph Curry I'm not giving you the freedom to to throw some you know some crazy ass passes um which you know on the one hand I get on the other hand 
you know, it's it's I would think he'd give him a little more rope at this point. I I think I agree. I, I think there's a little there was a little surprise coming into the season where I was like, damn, Moses Moody shoots a lot. <laughs> Right. right. And it's like, well, he, he, you know, he's their best player in summer league. He's their best scorer in summer league. He's their best player in, in, um, in the G League last season, right? And and I think a lot of it was like, wow, he would a- he would average like twenty five points a game, and uh, it almost felt like he was like, well, I- I'm young. I'm gonna do what I, I've been doing, and I'm gonna get my buckets there. And and we all kind of assumed that he was willing to play that role player position, but he shot it every time. I think when Steve's also talking about turnovers, I think a lot of it is just shooting turnovers. It's just the dude gets the ball and just chucks it, right? It's like the Clay Thompson turnovers, but you're not Clay Thompson. Clay can do that because he's because he's Clay Thompson. Right. So I I think uh, I think he finds his way back in the rotation. But as of right now, it looks like it's Kaminga. Kaminga's defense, by the way, at least on ball, uh, he's not a Wiggins. He's not GP two. But damn, man, give him some time. Give him some reps. He's gonna be such a good on ball defender, mm-hmm. even if that's the least he could do. Not a lot of guys who can. Uh can move like that at his size on an island. All right, let's play let's play let's play what Steve said here. Yeah. Thanks, Tim. I think it's more of a numbers thing than anything. You know, where he's playing behind some vets and you know when you get to that uh spot in the rotation, uh there's there's a number of people who could play each night, whether it's uh, Kaminga, you know, Lamb, uh Dante, uh Moses is still a young player, so he, he's got to learn from his mistakes, but he needs to play and to, to, to be able to play through those mistakes too. So, um, and I would say if I, you know, what I've talked to him about is he can't be a high turnover guy, you know, um, Steph and Draymond are going to be our turnover guys. They're going to have the ball in their hands all the time and they're allowed to turn it over. Moses isn't allowed to, you know, be a high turnover guy. Uh, and he's, I think he's learning, um, you know, when you get into the paint in the NBA, these shovel passes in traffic are not going to work. And so it's good that he's figuring that out and learning, but he's got to advance from there. And, and it's got to be either a lob or a bounce pass in traffic and then possibly just a kick out and not try to make the spectacular play. I think those have been issues. And then fouling, too. He's He's been um, prone to fouling. So those are areas where he's got to uh, continue to improve. But more than anything, like I said, it's just it's a numbers thing. Um, we we can't we can't play everybody, so I'm trying to give different guys a chance and and go from there. Hey, it is shocking to me, although maybe not shocking. The dude's directly calling him out. <laughs> yeah, he is just directly saying, "Hey, look, dude, you're not you're not Steph. Stop, stop, don't dumb passes. You're not Clay. Stop shooting those shots. You can't defend that well. Like it's just straight up." Saying you're, you're a role player, bro. Uh, <laughs> it is. What is what? How does he truly feel about James Wiseman? You know what I mean? How does he truly feel about Jonathan <laughs> Kaminga? Because Wiseman's in the freaking G League. You know what I mean? And Steve Kerr's over here saying, like, he's going to be a good player. I have full belief. Do you, though? You know what I mean? Because he looks like it he's does, speaking it, the truth about Moses Moody. It does. It does tell me that Moody can take it because if Steve was worried that, uh, that uh, it would crush his confidence. He wouldn't say that because it, it's not even like he said anything mean. It's just it's just matter of fact. Like yeah. Yeah. I, I need you to play smarter. You're you're gonna be in there for five minutes at a time as a role player. You need to yeah you know 
you're not Steph. I, I don't need you like, you know, going into a three dribble combination and trying some stuff. I need yeah. you to pass or shoot, you know, like just move the ball. So yep. I, it, it makes sense. Um, it's always funny when, when Steve gets, gets honest with the media like that. Um, let, we got one clay quote, then we'll get to the goons real quick. Okay. All right, Steve, Steve on clay Thompson, much more patient early and it paid off for him. It paid off for our team too. I thought he was great. Uh, there's another quote, by the way, that says Steve says uh, the game rewarded clay, by the way, just classic Steve, the guy all finds energy. <laughs> remember soccer remember socrates remember yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy that guy that guy is a uh if it's one thing steve kerr is going to do he's going to uh he's going to build propaganda off his philosophy of basketball and you know what dude's right i mean the dude's right right like the dude's been right for a very long time uh about a lot of things he's wrong about some things too but this specifically the way the warriors play uh, did unlock who Steph is, who Draymond is, and who Clay is, right? And uh, I don't know, man. It, it makes me happy, even though the game was disgusting today. That that Clay is. Yeah, let's get the Knicks out. Let's get the Knicks out of town. Yeah, dude. I. <laughs> who is the? Who are the toughest watch? Watch because I love watching a lot of basketball teams in the NBA. There's so many fun ones, but the Knicks are at the bottom. Like, I wonder who else. Like, I'd much rather watch OKC. I even rather yeah. watch Houston. Uh, I mean, I've been on record saying the Knicks are my least favorite watch. In the NBA, not because they're the worst, but because they're just they're so mediocre, but they like ugly up the game. You know, it's never going anywhere. It's just and they're always the same. It's always uh, they're always like a 33 win team, man. They're just Derek Rose is still playing for Tibbs. They're always the same. They also don't have like a fun guy. Like even if the magic are terrible, you know, Jalen sucks could be cool. Paolo Boncaro is, is, you know, he could be amazing. Yeah. You're curious. Yeah. He's amazing actually. So I'm not curious about Julius Randall. I know who he is. I know. We know, (laughs) we know who he is. So, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Should we should we get to the goons? Do we have any more topics? Let's get to the goons. All right, let's, All right. Go. let's, let's get Francisco up here. What's up, man? <laughs> Hi. What what time is it, my man? <laughs> Three oh seven. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, good to good to get to me first. <laughs> time to go to bed. No, but well, today the mood is really different from the last game, and uh, of course we won. But the Knicks, like you were saying, they they. I'm not gonna say they stink because they don't. They, like you mm-hmm. said on, like you tweeted, like you tweeted, sorry, is like a Ruth Canal. They, yeah. They tips and 
it's 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 bad. But then we hit some shots, and but to start the game, Kerr, uh, sorry, uh, Steph was point guard, and and thing the thing with Clay is he made some good passes. He was catching the ball on the wing and made some good passes to Looney on some dives that got the ball moving around and it led to easier shots for everyone. So that's, that's, that's why you had like three, three of them over 20 and the ball just moved. Jamichael, he started breaking some layups in the, in the beginning, (laughs) but then, (laughs) no, but then he was patient. He got the ball, he let them fly by and then he just dunked easily because he's athletic enough to do that. Mm. That's, that's a good thing, but, but there's a lot of a lot of things to work out. Uh, the lamb minutes they're working, but today didn't play well. That's not a long-term solution, but for now it's yeah. getting them yep. by. Because yep. uh, Andy, you're saying Kaminga should not should, but will play those minutes. But I don't know if he can shoot enough yep. to to play at because to play as a three there's no way but to, he should be playing the four minutes with great with Draymond at the five and a five with Draymond Draymond at the four but there's a way out if if they played like this uh, if clay played i'm not going to uh, not bad basketball let's say like that in the in the road games, you would win, we would win easily in Charlotte and Detroit, and we wouldn't be talking the, like it's the end of the world and mm. the last game. Oh, the playoffs! And no, they're they're gonna go there. You just need to win the easy ones away from home, and the way you're gonna be good at home, you're gonna be yeah. good. So yeah. there's, and when you get to the playoffs, you just need to steal one away from home since they do it every year <laughs> well yeah it's I, I i think so i i i think you know i was i was talking about this in, in the middle of the game the warriors probably played like a b minus game today mm-hmm. um and if they had done that on their five game road trip they they would have won yeah, two yeah. games yeah so they're yeah, seven and nine right now let's just let's just flip it they would be yeah right? nine and seven you'd be the i don't know around six five seed it's fine and, just take it from there. They they don't need to be. They 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 don't need and they won't be the number two or the three because oh, maybe the three, but they they can't wear down Steph and Draymond. Okay, you need them fresh for the playoffs. And that's so. the, and that's one of the problems is they've already played two back to back. No, no. I, yeah, I assume, yeah, and I assume they're playing in New Orleans on Monday. Like they're, they're yeah. right now. It sounds like they are, but yeah, I mean, it's it's, early. To. it's too early. So. Yeah, you can't punt it. You can't yeah. punt it. Yeah, 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 and you I know, think they, yeah, they punted the early season game. The <laughs> yeah, different got, no, the different was last year the way, they right? started eighteen and two, and then they coasted. This this year they tried to coast and it didn't work yeah, out, and now they need to go on the run in the middle of the year for them to rest some someone some some people at the end of the season. But they're gonna do it. Yeah. God forbid, God forbid, <laughs> knock on wood, Steph rolls an angle, no, no. right? And so, no, so you know. Don't, let's not speak about injuries <laughs> because th- those would derail everything. But yeah. no. And the thing is, Clay was great. 
Pool was good, but he needs to be more decisive. He needs to shoot. He needs to get the ball and get to the rim, not dribble around and shoot it. Uh, and, and Steph does it really well, the, the, the mid-range. Uh, Poole needs to pull up from the mid-range, and he has a good game from the mid-range. He just need to, needs, to, needs to be more decisive. And then it, it all goes from there. Francisco, appreciate you. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it does, on the most basic level, if they play Warriors basketball, they won't throw games away. And no matter what you think of this team or the bench, they threw, what, four games away start season, maybe? Yeah. Three? I Definitely, something, yeah, I don't know. Ten. No, it's serious. Yeah. 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 Um, Something like that. All right. We got a super chat from awesome. They need one more wing or center to stabilize. I disagree. I think if I, I think one more high IQ vet on this bench. Yeah. I feel very confident about guys like Jordan Poole and Kuminga finding their role. You know, could be a big, could be a wing, could be like Andre Godala, five years younger, could be, could be, you know, you know, it could be like a big, like Jakob Pertle doing his Bogan impression. You know, there's, there's multiple, it could have been Otto Porter who did it last year. There's multiple ways to do this, but like just someone who's kind of like going to be the adult with that second unit. I, I need to read this quote out. This is, this is huge. Oh, yeah. This is huge. Uh, so Jermichael Green says, uh, and this is after the game, the Warriors had a great team meeting this morning. I think we addressed a lot of things that needed to be addressed. We addressed the elephants in the room. Samuel. What was addressed? Big Jim. <laughs> um, oh my! You are why we don't have GP two in here. You. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you. Just sending hate mail to Santa Cruz. Oh my! No. Um. I. I mean, I think they've all said it. I think they look. They've all been playing with different agendas, right? Like it, you know. You got you got young guys trying to get shots up. You got uh, Jordan Poole kind of unsure of his role. You got you got Clay trying to get shots up, um, at least for one night. And it wasn't even clean basketball. And the Knicks really suck in many different ways. But they at least played together. Just if they if they just try to move the ball and play together, they're gonna be fine. Or at minimum, we'll know in 20 games like what their basketball hole is, yes. as opposed to what we've seen through the first 15 games. It's just like it's just a team who's bullshitting. Yep, yep. And I, I that's right. I think all those things. Uh, Draymond, uh, he's not been playing well, right? So looked like he was a little bit more energy today. Dude made a jumper and then a three. Like what was going on out there today? So. I'm with you, man. Elephants, elephant in the room is not just one thing, man. There are elephants in the room. It's a lot. It's everything. It's everything. <laughs> it's everything. It's um, a lot of things need to change. But also, uh, it's to me, it's it's not like they need miraculous things to change. They just need things that are realistic to change to change. You know what I mean? It's it's. Draymond to be better on defense and hold people accountable. It's Clay Thompson just to play with, to be like more like Clay Thompson of old, where he's just smarter. Jordan Poole to be aggressive like he was last season. You get the vets to play better. We talked about your Michael Green. You play a little better today. So it's it's not unrealistic things. We're not asking James Wisen to become Rudy Gobert out there. Like it is not, 
Like, that's unrealistic. That's unfair to him, right? Or asking Kaminga to actually be Sean Marion. That's unrealistic. You, you, you don't, you know, and so I think getting those things out of the way, maybe, maybe it'll be better. Maybe it'll just last a couple games. Team meeting, though, 15 games in is, uh, is impressive for the Warriors. Is this like the official meeting? I, you know what? Uh, shout out, shout out, Warriors for not leaking it to like Woj beforehand. Like, oh my I, god, you know you're, you know you got bad vibes when it's like Woj tweets out. The oh, Warriors have had a team meeting. There's, oh, you know, it's and it's like 2 p.m. in the afternoon, and you're like, what was these motherfuckers? With a fucking banner on his tweet, like with a shit eating grin oh, on his face on the oh, fucking thing. You know, I can't, I, mean? I can't with that. I can't, I can't with that at all. Uh, all right, let's, let's keep moving. <laughs> You're good, bro. All right. No yeah, cap. What's up, my man? Hey, shit, man. All right. So uh, I want to say, because I got I got a couple little pointers written down. Shit, I want to say to y'all. Uh, all right. So as far as, okay, why are, I just read an article today about the Lakers and the Pistons targeting Miles Bridges. We can target him right. He's on his lowest of the lowest in the league right now for the vet minimum. Let's just say we got the 15th roster spot. Why not target him? Um, that's first. Also, guys, uh, Kaminga. Uh, okay, Kaminga and Wiseman for Jordan Clarkson. Money matches up perfectly. Ran through the trade machine. That's second. <laughs> also, uh, Gary Trent. I know y'all. You guys are hearing the rumors. Gary Trent to the Warriors. I love it. I love that. It's perfect. Um, also, uh, Clay. Hey, I, I'm I'm one of the most Realistic Warrior fans you want to meet, and probably people get tired of me because I talk hella shit. But I'm all right with keep on starting Clay because I'm a big pool fanatic. Mm. But I'm good with it. Mm. I'm a huge pool fanatic, Jordan Pool fanatic. That's my guy. I love pool. I feel like I feel like for real, for real. I think that all this stuff that's going through his mind, I feel like he wants to start so bad that some nights he like fuck this team. Excuse my language, but. Bump this team, no bullshit. Like dead ass. I feel like he like bumped this team, and he like, uh, especially with the with the comments Steve Kerr had after that Spurs game. That that, that stuck with me. If I'm pool, he dropped thirty six points, and then right after that game, you you come out there and said that they asked him. I think Anthony Anthony Slater asked him. He said, "That's uh, by benching Clay." He said, "Uh, and starting pool, that's not even crossed my mind. That's not even Clay started." Like what? As bad as Clay has been, for him to just come out like that, like oh, I wasn't even thought about. Like, like, how dare you? I'd be from pool. Yeah, the next game, I'm 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 gonna come out there and lay egg. Like, bump y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that's my opinion. I feel like pool when he played bad like that. I feel like he back in his head again. He like. These fools ain't starting me. He and his feelings. That's how I feel, guys. That's all I had to say. That was amazing. love y'all, man. That was amazing. I, I we couldn't really talk. No cap. Next time you come on, uh, mute mute the second screen because uh, we let you roll. And uh, I wanted to say something, but we got a little echo back there. He got a lot of points, Sam. I'm gonna address a few. But that was great. Um, the Gary Trent Jr. rumor. Uh, I did a little research, and by research, I mean I texted Sam. Um, so, <laughs> so the report, if you actually read the report, it, 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 it was like, guess, like some, some random writer just guessed like, Oh, maybe Gary Chen Jr. Now <clears throat> I do think like 
I do think the Warriors are interested in, in, in some of the Raptors players or in any players, but I personally don't think that would be a good move. I, I just, I don't think the Warriors need any more shooters. I think they need a guy that knows how to play Warriors basketball. High Q, you know, if you told me that on the Raptors that, that Pascal Siakam was a guy that they're targeting, that makes sense. That's a guy I know can win a championship, right? Um, so I, it's a guy I know that can play Warriors basketball. So I'm just, I'm just not. I don't want a guy that doesn't really defend. That's that's a two that just shoots a lot. And and I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So uh, Jordan Clarkson's another guy where it's just like, I mean, isn't that what Jordan Poole's supposed to be anyway? Do you do we need another you know guy like that? So Sam, you're muted, brother. I said I said I agree with you there. Um, Clarkson, I only want Clarkson if if you're trading pool. You know, it's kind of like yeah. it's they need a guy who's kind of defense first. Um, it, that's, that's just my opinion. If you're going to make a move, like add something that you don't have, like they don't they're not missing shooting or, you know, like kind of those type of players um, to the to the Miles Bridges point. Um, let's let's uh, let's wait to see how the legal situation plays out there. Um but it was, I guarantee you, every team in the NBA is monitoring it. I don't know why champs just let everyone know the Lakers and Pistons are like yeah, super. Yeah, real shocker. Yeah, real shocker. But, but um, you know, it's like one of those things where it's, there's nothing to say until until there's something to say. Um, yeah, Jared man. Vanderbilt. By the way, you brought up Jared Vanderbilt in your bleacher report. You guys, for the listeners, we got millions. Uh, Sam Svendiari is a bleacher report columnist now, and uh, <laughs> you brought up Jared Vanderbilt. I think that's a, I think that's my favorite fit. If you I were so? to pick a guy, yeah, he's a young ish player. He's a, a, a four, three, four, five hybrid, probably four, maybe more of a five, even. Uh, big, definitely a five for the Warriors. Yeah, everybody's a five for the Warriors. Uh, defensively focused, um, maybe not much of a score, but definitely looks to pass the ball. Like, he's that kind of guy. I'm not going to act like I watched his entire career, but that's a guy that I would really, really like if I were. He reminds, like, those type of players, like, think Jaden McDaniels or J- or Jalen McDaniels. <laughs> Either of those guys are just perfect wing fits. Now, you know, those teams aren't going to trade both players. They're just they're really good uh, defensive, maybe kind of three players. But those are the guys that if I were the Warriors, I'm looking at. Um, I, you know, Kelly Olenek, I saw you throw him in there. It's like, yeah, you know, fine. He's kind of like Otto Porter, right? Like that type of guy where it's like, um, veteran, solid, not high upside, but very, very good floor type of player. But I think Vanderfield's probably the, the best one for me. And then if you're talking about the Raptors, it's you know, if it's not Siakam, then uh, you know, they got a, they got some bigs out there, right? But it's it's you know what you're willing to give up for Wiseman. So I like the trade stuff, man. We're only a couple months away. They're gonna have to do something. Yeah, I th- I think we should end it there. All right. I think yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back uh over the weekend. Appreciate everyone. Subscribe. See you soon. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. 
and your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com